Hey, Johnny. Do you want to go to an ice cream social? Yeah, I'd love to. Great. Let's go. All right, it's time for another episode of Matt Mattingly's Ice Cream Social. Sitting across from me, Paul Mattingly. Across from me, it's Mr. Matt Donnelly. And on the wheels of steel, Jacob, the audio guy. What? What in the butt? <laughs> uh, thank you all for tuning in. We are recording uh, uh, on St. Patrick's Day. Ah, uh, sure uh, enough. And uh, Paul, you, you are wearing a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles green shirt. Got to go, Aaron, go turtle. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a, a uh, do you have like a nerd shirt for every holiday? Um, I don't yet. There's a really great He Man and She-Ra Christmas sweater that came out this last year from '80s Tees that I need to get. A Christmas one? It's so cool. I mean, they have the Christmas special, the He Man and She-Ra oh, that's Christmas right. special, yeah, yeah. which is an atrocity beyond all measure. I bet and it's it's wonderfully horrible, and uh, I have to pick up that sweater. Um, what other holidays? I guess yeah, I have a Charlie Brown pumpkin. Halloween shirt. Okay. Um, what else we got? Do you have a Thanksgiving one? Thanksgiving. No. I don't have a Thanksgiving nerd shirt. No. Aside from Shirky, the Thanksgiving shark, which I've got to work on making that uh, a reality. <laughs> I'm actually in talks to try and get that going. I just have to write it. That's all. Uh, is this like a, a similar idea to like the Christmas post? Yeah. it's the If you look on the back of the Christmas post book, it says, Coming soon, Shirky, the Thanksgiving shark. And it was put there as a joke. But now you want to also I kind of want to do it. Yeah. Commitment. <laughs> full, <laughs> full commitment. Yeah, full commitment. Because uh, yeah, and uh, we're working on a new deal with uh, Christmas Puss. Uh, can't say anything for sure yet. Whoa! Hopefully there'll be a new printing deal, and it'll be even more readily available for this coming season. Which, we got a uh, lot. Of, we have a lot of top secret things we can't talk many about. Many irons right now. in the fire, many scoops. The fire. Thanks to you and your listening ears. I'll say, like some people have been been frustrated uh, with our lack of of uh, merchandising and monetizing, which is which is a wonderful thing to let us know about. Thank uh, you for boiling in rage. We are we are coming up on our one year anniversary. <laughs> April first is our one year anniversary, and we're, we're working very hard. We've and uh, we. we just just tonight, we we have news that we might have uh, someone who can who can help us in a very in a very good way. We're going to move forward with this. It's coming. In the meantime, yes. Those of you who are putting stuff with us out on your own merchandising pages and not talking to us at all about it, <laughs> I'm curious <laughs> what your plans are. <laughs> and uh, look, let's be honest. You don't have money for lawyers. We don't have money for lawyers. No. It's not a big deal. I mean, not at no, all. Nobody's going to get rich off of this. Certainly not someone else besides us is going to get rich first off of us. <laughs> oh, no. I'll tell you that much right now. No. That's, not what's, that's not the way this works. No. I'll tell you what. If that does happen, then one of us will suddenly get money for lawyers. Yeah. Right. And it will be dope. <laughs> right. Uh, but uh, if you're going to put out shit with our stuff on it, just go ahead and shoot us a message on our Facebook page or send us a scoop mail or something and just let us know what's going on. We'd like to know. <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little weird. What's up, guys? Bucket Show. We're very close to uh, sealing the deal on, uh, on, on that. New uh, deals news, with Bucket news Show. On the Bucket Show. Bigger so. and better. And so it, what's the Bucket Show? Uh, the Bucket Show is, the, of course, the live improv show Paul and I do every Wednesday night at 10 o'clock here in downtown Las Vegas. At the Scullery. At the Scullery, yar. Yar. And uh, we are... Uh, See how I segued into that, guys? We've been doing it. Wasn't that, wasn't that good? Well, if you're interrupting... Wasn't that good, guys? We already took the path, and now you're interrupting the no, path. No, no, the mics so are off. It's fine. All the, the What? <laughs> the mics are off right now. It's fine. 
But that's not good for our podcast. No, no, it's good. Okay. I, I just started off so we could chat here for a second. This is a weird. This is a weird one. Oh, sorry. Oh, we'll get back to it. All right, go go ahead. Get back on. Paul, the, our thirds are going through a weird phase. At the bucket show with Mike Spadoni, he was pretty weird at the last show we did. He was awesome. He was on <laughs> on some awesome sauce. Yes. I love it. Was, I love when Spadoni goes off the rails. So do I. Yeah, yeah. He fucks with us like left He and fucks right. with us. We fuck with him. It's yeah. just it's a time. I love that guy. Dude, he fucking guy. kicks ass. Mike Spadoni is the best. Our piano player is Spadoni. We were supposed to get him on here one time, and then we just haven't done it. We'll get him on eventually. He's yeah. like eight episodes behind or something. Oh, then. then he won't hear this till okay. Sp- almost Spadoni. Thanksgiving. Uh, when you listen to this episode we'll have you on next week there you go how about that <laughs> how about that Spadoni there's an open invitation right there Paul did you do anything fun for St. Patrick's Day um, I watched a bunch of old episodes of the Fantastic Four cartoon from 1984 just as St. Patrick would prefer right just as he <laughs> chases things out so he could watch some Fantastic and Four some Chinese food. the way the story goes Mm-hmm. Yeah, Chinese food. Yeah, very Irish. Yeah, thank very you. Irish. Right. <laughs> um, Jacob, anything for St. Patrick's Day? I worked all damn day. Good. That's about it. Well, I went that to a show is, tonight. That is Irish. That is Irish. That, that, yeah, yeah. that is Irish. You went and saw what show? I went and saw Newsies. I went and saw the uh, Broadway tour of Newsies. Newsies coming to the Smith Center. That's right. Newsies just is it makes me uh, feel like uh, like giggly and awkward inside. Just the term <laughs> Newsies. Yeah. Someone's telling me that they have like names for fans, but they're called like oldies or newsies. And then, like, if you're an old newsies fan, then you're an oldies. Are they Ooh. called skid caps? But they were all like really weird things where they just put Z's at the end of whatever the term was. Uh, and I just was like, that's really not pedophiles. That's not, that's not clever at all. Pedophiles. Oh, you like kids and you like newsies. Yeah. Oh, you're a pedophiles. You're a pedophiles. <laughs> um, can you stay away from my school? Um, <laughs> okay. Here's the thing. Newsies was a movie. Channel. Robert Sean Leonard, I believe, was the star of the movie. Am I right? Uh, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. And who's yeah. But I, I, I always quote second billing first. Uh, good. No, uh, but I think he's in that movie as well, right? Uh, I don't know. Be. What the fuck is Newsies about? That's what I'm getting to. It's about kids that had to sell newspapers. That whole extra, extra, read, read all, all about it. it. Thanks, mister. Well, yeah. I, 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 as I look the movie up, I, I, always, I always forget what year that it was made. Because I, I always oh, think it was oh, made oh, much. Don't tell me. Don't tell me. My guess Go. is ninety four. My guess is nineteen eighty six. See, I'm more with Paul because I always think it was made much earlier than it was. And when was it? Ninety two. Really? Yeah. Weird. I always think mid eighties. I always think eighty four, eighty five, somewhere in there. I didn't know who Christian Bale or Robert Charlander was in the eighties. Yeah. I did only because I love. Uh, Empire of the Sun. Uh, right. I don't see Robert Sean Leonard on the cast list at all. But I don't know if that was that much earlier. What am I talking about? I don't know. It was uh, Christian uh, Christian Bale, David Moscow, uh, Luke Edwards. Keep going. Kami. Let's see here. David Moscow. Just name one more actor and I'll say Red. that's who I was thinking of. Uh, let's see. Uh, Matt, Max Casella. That's who I was thinking of. There you go. Uh, the guy from Doogie Howser. Mm-hmm. Sure. I always mix up Doogie Howser's neighbor friend and... The guy from Dead Poet Society. Sure. <laughs> I do that all the time. Easy mistake. I do that all the time. He uh, had a little bit of a re-jump with, uh, he was just So not only do I Board not Walk know the Empire. plot to Newsies. Don't know who's in it? I don't know who's in it. <laughs> that's, that's what we know. It's fine. So what, honestly, is the plot? Because that's it. At Newsies, I just think of exactly what Paul thinks. I just think of X. Well, it's based on a, on a historical event. 
the the children's crusade in New York, the the giant children's strike of all the the child labor workers that in in New York City. Ah, huh. so I mean, it's based on a giant historically significant fact. That's which good. The to movie know. and the Broadway show both kind of gloss over. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, I mean, because because that's nothing, not entertaining. Nothing says dead fucking serious like newsies. Right. Unions aren't as sexy yeah. as they once were. Yeah. Right. That's kind of like uh, you know the movie about that cult was called Cool Ladies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. The Jim Jones story. The Jim, cool Jones, ladies. The Jim Jones musical. Cool ladies. <laughs> cool ladies. And it's not a cool ladies. No, they get that confused they with the that what's real- that? What's that? The 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 number one ladies detective agency. They, oh, isn't that cool ladies? No, that's cool runnings. Is it both set in Jamaica? Nah, it's a different thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, is there a thing about Jamaican detectives? Yeah, the ladies, the number one ladies detective agency. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Hey, I know you murdered that man, and I'm coming to prove it, even though I'm a lady. Oh man, when I lived in the uh, the Virgin Islands, uh, Saint Croix, you know, is like is basically like it's this giant bastard child of the Virgin Islands. Okay, because like Saint John and Saint Thomas are all in the Caribbean. I mean, so is Saint Croix, uh, but you know, it all kind of all these other islands are close to it, like the British Virgin Islands, just Van Dyke, Tortola, um, and and and. Uh, uh, and then St. Croix is way south. Like, it's just like this, like, the, there's like it's a big the boats wavy don't line. Go there. The, yeah. tour, uh, the, the, the cruise ships don't park yeah. there. There's, like, there's a bunch of islands that go like a big, in a big, nice wavy line between Florida all the way to Africa. Mm-hmm. And then uh, St. Croix is kind of like this giant poop that fell below the swerve. <laughs> and so, like, it just has no neighboring islands that really help it out. You just got to you gotta take a, 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 a boat for a fuck long time or a plane little puddle jumper just to get to it and so uh and with this shining advertisement who wouldn't want to take that plane oh man it is well here's the thing you the reason why you want to take it is because it's gorgeous it's a gigantic island with only two major cities in it and uh the cities aren't like cities like hawaii has like real cities yeah st john like cities are just you know whatever it's just like it's a place that has like you know uh, uh some kind of town square um and and the fucking rum distillery is there. That's why you want to go there, Jacob. Oh. Cruzan oh. rum. Cruzan rum is very popular. You know Cruzan rum. I'm sold. And the rum distillery is one of the coolest tours I've ever taken. And then they that's have awesome. they have also one of the oldest uh, rum distilleries on there. That's like a little small one that just makes island rum, which is delicious. And then the rest of it's are really wild. It's really just there's just a bunch of cool places to explore. But they they don't make a lot of money. Is what I'm saying. Like St. Thomas and St. John make a fuckload of money. Uh, basically, St. John just makes it by being like a nicer offshoot of St. Thomas, mm-hmm. and then St. Croix. So when I was there, there's all these stories of like crime happening in St. Croix because like cops didn't have like cop cars, so they'd like call and ask to be like picked up. So like sometimes if you like call to report a crime, the cops would be like, "We can help you. Like if you come pick me up, I'll come and look at your house that got burglarized, or we can go look for your stolen car together." Like the cops didn't have enough vehicles oh, no. to address what's, any of the crime. What's that thing um, that that uh, the live gamers do now, where they call uh, cops Swatting. on each other? That would fix everything. Yeah. If if the kids who wanted the SWAT teams to go bust into other kids' houses had to had to like go pick up the SWAT team had to SWAT somebody, yeah, that would fix SWATing. Had like borrow sure. their mom's minivan, go oh, pick man. them up. When uh, when uh, my wife and I lived in uh, Harlem, yeah, we were the, we were the only uh, white people in our building. We were what I like to call the pawns of gentrification. <laughs> and um, one time uh, we saw like uh, basically they had like a little sidewalk, a uh, little little sidewalk barbecue going. And uh, as we were walking up to our building, it kind of became like a quick bonfire. And then as we hit to our stoop, it like uh, it fell over 
uh, someone I believe was drunk hit hit the the big big giant pan fire that was happening, and it fell onto a car. <gasps> and somebody goes, "Oh shit! Oh shit! The car's going to catch on fire." So I we ran into my apartment. We called the fire department. We said, uh, "You know, this is the address. We think we heard people yelling. There's a fire in a car. I'm not sure if a car is about to blow up or something. So I don't know if you want to come down here and check it out." Now here's the thing. I lived in Harlem and. Uh, in New York City in general, like uh, calling the police and calling the fire department is not like it is when you live in a quaint suburb or a fake no. city like Las Vegas, where things kind of just kind of happen real fast. Yeah. So about an hour later, a fire truck shows up. And by this point, there's nothing going on. There's no fire happening in the car. And so uh, we hear a fireman coming into our building, or I buzz him in, I hear, and I listen as the fireman comes into the building, and then I listen as. Many other voices are with this fireman as they come in. The fireman has brought uh, the the guys that I thought had lit the fire with him to my door. Great, yeah, oh, yeah. This was like you know, and uh, and I and I lived in a neighborhood where they didn't like firemen or policemen or anything really showing up. No, they, they didn't. They didn't want them coming. Why out. Why would you? So the, I I opened the door. And uh, I thought the funny thing was like I looked through and I see there's a fireman there next to, uh, you know. I was. I'm saying this because I was the only white guy in my neighborhood, next to three black guys. Mm-hmm. So a white fireman, three black guys, and um, and I tell my wife stay here, and I open the door, and my wife comes immediately outside the door with me, <laughs> um, and uh, the fireman says nothing, and these three guys are like, "Yo, you didn't need to call the, you need to call the fire department. You didn't need to do that. No, man, we were just hanging outside. You don't need to do that. You know, like you can just." And these guys, these three guys, just go on and on and on, as to why I shouldn't have called the fire department. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying a word, and the fire de- fireman is not saying a word at all. He's letting these three guys just talk to me. Okay. And it's basically like looking at me with a face like, you call me out for this shit kind of thing. <laughs> and it basically was sending a message like, don't call the fire department in this neighborhood, was basically what I learned wow. from that lesson. And I basically, after these guys talked to me for about five minutes, I turned to the fireman and I said, do you have anything you need to talk to me about? And he was like, no, I think we're okay. And I was like, all right, have a good night. He's like, you too. And he just left. Done. And that was the that was the deal there. So how do we get on this topic? I have no idea. Barbecue. Barbecue. Zoo. Because <laughs> it's uh, St. Patrick's Day. Because it's St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> call the fire department. Everybody goes on the barbecue. Well, you call the fire department, you get a few, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you'll get a few. you get an O'Shaughnessy or two. like, uh, I'm friends with uh, Dan Back and all on Facebook. Dan Back has been like, you know, 100 movies and TV shows. He's amazing. Very funny guy. Snake and Bacon, huh? Yeah, huh? yeah, yeah. Remember yeah. Snake and Bacon? And he was a Daily Show correspondent for a little while. and I knew him He from... was uh, one of the first guys out here for the Second City, actually. That's right. I was gonna he say, was in the original uh, cast of the Second City for Las Vegas. And, uh, very talented, very funny guy. You know, and I was we I was doing a show uh, when Penn Sunday School went to Boston uh, last year. I wrote on Facebook like, "Who do I know in Boston?" And uh, Dan Bagnall wrote, "With with your last name, I'm guessing about 95 percent of the city." <laughs> right, <laughs> right. <laughs> who do I know in Boston? Who don't I know? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, Jacob, you just worked all day. Oh, we were talking about the plot of Newsies. That's how we got. Oh, that's what it was. Yeah. By the way, I'm writing a musical about that time, and it's called. It's called. Don't uh, call the fire department. It's called Fire Department Z's. <laughs> it's called Fire Z's. The less popular sequel. Fire Z's. So if they don't address uh, 
it's weird. Like I'll go, I go with my wife to like every musical that comes to town. She mm-hmm. goes to every musical that comes to town. I go with her to everyone, and yep. I'm I'm not going to Newsies. Okay, she has friends coming to town. She's gonna go with them, and she's like, "Do you care if I don't bring you to Newsies?" And I was like, "Not at all. <laughs> nope. I have no idea why I would want to see it, other than." It's chock full as other musicals are that that tour. It's chock full with insanely fucking talented people. I'm sure it's great. Yeah, you know that's the thing about all these musicals that are great or that suck. They're filled with people who spend an unbelievable amount of dedicated time to learning how to dance, sing, and act. What their lives? Yes, they've spent their lives doing what it is that we're watching them do. So that's why I usually go if I don't if I don't know anything about the musical, I'll go in blind because I know I'm going to see insanely talented people. Yes, and there's going to be a takeaway from it. And this cast was uh, even exceptional, even compared to other Broadway shows that come to town. Right. This this was an especially talented cast. So so what's what's the jam on this? So so they 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 uh, they put the uh, they put the labor strife in the in the background. That's the B story, right? And then what's the main thing? Is it a love story? I think the main story is a little more like Annie. Like I'm out there getting my money. Yeah, I'm being an independent kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't have a good life at home, but I don't care because I made a nickel today. Bing, bing. <laughs> yep. Right? Is, is that what it is? Like a, is there one where like? Shopping for hats. We all got to wear hats. You can't go outside without wearing a hat. That's all I think about when <laughs> a, I think of news. A very specific kind of hat, though. Yeah. Wear a flat cap because it looks real nice and it hides the fact that we all have terrible lice. <laughs> yeah, flat cap. <laughs> flat cap for newsies. I got a bill on my cap, but it wears to the side because I'm poor and I'm rugged and I'm dying inside. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Flat cap. Hides the pain. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean they they address the they address all the stuff that the union and everything addressed, but without addressing the union side of it, and without addressing all of the the kind of political nature of it. Yeah, they, it's a, it's the uh, the little guy standing up to the big guy who's trying to make that extra half cent a paper by uh, uh, by uh, making it more expensive for the little guy to sell the papers. Now we're on it. Now we're on it. Yeah. All right. So it, it's the David versus Goliath. Okay. Let's see. What is the big number for intermission? What's the big number? Uh, Santa Fe. Okay. They're all going to move to Santa Fe? Uh, I think that's uh, also rents pre- uh, (laughs) It it, it absolutely is. Pre-intermission. It absolutely is. Good call. Santa Fe. Uh, Boy, are we showing our musical theater side. I know. I'm sorry. And I'm the jock on this show, by the way. (laughs) P.S. Uh, yeah, it's Santa Fe. It's the uh, the main character fantasizes about leaving New York and moving to Santa Fe. Oh, it really is exactly like Rent. It, it absolutely is. Oh, neat. Uh, although, but he, uh, but he. So has, all these kids have AIDS. <laughs> correct. But he has no idea what Santa Fe is. The flat cap like, hides. He, he the is not into the guy who wrote Rent. Well, that's true too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think he knew. He's so dead. I'm, <laughs> I'm looking I'm, for Santa Fe. He's all kinds of dead. I shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> But no, I mean this is pre-internet. The the story's pre-internet and everything. So I mean, you know, there, there's this whole thank God that'd be really weird, right? <laughs> there's this whole song about how like uh, they ride palominos all all over the place in Santa Fe, and you, you just hop on a hop on a horse to ride wherever you want to go, and all the streets know. are paved with peyote. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. Wait. Uh, seriously? I love. I lo- okay. I could be there tonight. Okay. I love that part. I'm on that. Okay. What's the big eleven o'clock number? What's the big ballad before the finale? Oh, I I don't know the name of it. I'd have to look it up. What was it about? It, it's um, well, leading up to it is the uh, the 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 strife, the uh, the the character, the the char- the character, uh, the the tension moment 
where the main character is offered money. <laughs> Jacob saw this musical a... tonight. Yeah. Listen to how much information he has retained. <laughs> <laughs> he saw this tonight. He was on his way back Hours to ago. record this. Hours ago. And he can't remember the guy's fucking name. <laughs> oh, no, I can tell you the name. His name is Jack, and, okay. it's, uh, and it's Pulitzer. The, the newspaper mogul is offering him money to, uh, to, to basically throw away his morals and, uh, and, and stop the union from forming. Oh, man, why... So I'll tell you what I'm, I'm Paul, trying to think of the name of the of, was the, it, of that type if, of was song. Was it something if, like uh, I keep I... my heart above the fold? <laughs> <laughs> no, but above the fold is a main part of another song, right? Of course it is. Of <laughs> course it has extra, to be. Yeah, extra extra fold. strength needed to resist this bribe. Yeah, <laughs> but he doesn't resist the bribe. Ooh, he takes, takes it. it. Oh, in that case, I'm, I'm now I'm on board with this musical. I was just takes about to say. Bribe. I was about to say if you did that with Paul and I's story, we uh, 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 it's a short musical newsies guys, is actually the guys prequel. will you take money to become a conspiracy theory podcast yes, yes. uh but this is <laughs> they, they don't realize this newsies is the prequel to citizen kane <laughs> he becomes Little william randolph first yeah. yeah die hard because you can't because none of these are on, on dvd or, or on demand they're die hard people that just go to these productions and see them sequentially <laughs> and they play uh pink Floyd's dark side of the moon the whole time <laughs> It syncs up real good right here at the part with about the fold. <laughs> it's very rude to the people next to them, though, who came to just see the one show. Yeah. Because yeah. like, I don't want to listen to the middle of Dark Side of the Moon. <laughs> okay, everyone, put your headphones in now. Here we go. So none of us really did anything for St. Patrick's Day. Nope. No, no, well, we wore green. Yeah, we wore green. What the fuck else are we supposed to do? I don't know. The My wife's that... at a party with her show at the Irish Bar right there now. There you go. That makes a lot of sense. I no. guess if it wasn't a Tuesday. Yeah, it's a, it's a Tuesday. And then for my cast, it's a Monday. Right. So like, yeah. there was, yeah. I thought, like, I wore green. A couple of wore green. Like, there was literally zero chat. I, you guys can see, I'm wearing a very distinct bright green. You're quite Long green, green sleeve You got shirt. clovers on your shirt. I got clothes on my shirt. You went hard clover. No one in my cast talked about my shirt. They didn't even care? No. What the heck? I, it was just Monday for us. And so I was just like, oh, back you to- You could have done Fifty Shades of Green. Oh, man. Why Everybody you- back in the theater. <laughs> like, seriously? Yeah. What are, your, what are your producers doing? They're just sitting around going, oh, I don't know how we can promote this show better. <laughs> no, no. You're absolutely right. I don't know. You're Fifty Shades right. of what? Fifty Shades of- Oh, we should tie it into holidays and things. Yeah. Yeah. You- yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 dummies. Well, we're going to get into the St. Patrick's Day in a little bit because uh, uh, the Matt, the Hay Scoops Twitter account put out a, a little, uh, a little uh, ask for a little request from the scoops for topics for what I think you and I are going to do, which is a limerick challenge. Oh, I love Ooh. it, limerick okay. challenge. So we have a, we had a lot of scoops right in, both on our Facebook page and oh. on our Twitter account. We might have to pause this limerick challenge this for, and let me do some actual writing here. I don't know. Oh, you want to actually write them? Maybe. Oh, really? I guess maybe I could do that it. That doesn't the seem like our style. No, it's not. <laughs> you're right. Doesn't seem like something we do. Okay. Wouldn't you rather fail and get it over with? Yeah, than you're, write right. And not you're fail? right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> what am I thinking? If I come up with a good one, I'll do it on the next show. Yeah. Right. Um, or you just post it. It'll be easy. We'll, I'll, I'll be fine. Guys. I can't wait. All right. Let's pause. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> so uh, uh, we've been challenge. for like 10 and a half minutes. Right oh, now. shit. We'll do the Limerick Challenge. Limerick Challenge sounds fun. Um, what I was going to say is, oh, so Fifty Shades. So um, I don't know if I should talk about this because I've signed a strict uh, media policy. Well, luckily, you can talk about that show, that other show that you're oh, in. Oh, right. The other show that I'm in. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Right. Has uh, 
a moment where uh, Jizz is represented by ribbons, by white ribbons. Big. This is a big time spoiler. Do you do a, um, a Billy Idol bit for that? Uh, no. It's I don't nice even know what bit to do. It. It's a nice day for some white ribbons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's a good one. I always sing because I'm the one who's responsible for rolling them up. Oh, yeah. Because I was assistant stage manager. I, I roll I roll up I roll up the jizz. Roll up the jizz. Get out the thing. Do you sing that way? Newsy stuff. No. <laughs> I actually sing uh, I sing jizz ribbons longer than a mile. I love it. I it's love an that. old one. That's yeah, old that's one. That's a good one. one. So nice, nice day for some white jizz ribbons. Yeah. yeah. So jizz ribbons <laughs> nice is the right way. Nice day to wind again. Dude, I'm go. totally switching to that. That's, Gold. The kids will love it. They, yeah. no one, no one they know one. They know that one. No one yeah. remembers Moon River. <laughs> no. <laughs> no one remembers that fucking song. <laughs> do, you, do you remember? That's one of my favorite bits in The Simpsons. It's the one where they, the boys all drive off with Nelson D, and they go to the fucking, they go to see Andy Williams' show. Yeah. Nelson, Nelson's just like, we're going to see Andy Williams. God oh, yeah. <laughs> And after the show, he's just like, I didn't think he was going to do it. But then, third encore, Moon River. <laughs> he's just like, he's in tears over it. He just it just blew his fucking mind. I love that bit. Oh, it's such a great bit. Well, we had some um, some uh, some rowdy gals at our show. Okay, was this a bachelorette party, maybe? Uh, maybe, or it just might have been girls in Vegas being right. girls in Vegas. Right. Um, Drunk on a Tuesday. They were from <laughs> South Carolina because I carded them. Oh, no. That's not true. It's because they shouted it constantly. South Carolina! <laughs> South Carolina! Oh, I know them. Well, on the way out, because the, 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 the ribbons are removed in a swoop uh, during a, a blackout, and, uh, 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 you know, it's a very small theater, so we lost some we lost some ribbons off the front of the stage, and the two girls got their hands on these, uh, yeah, these ribbons. ribbons. Yeah. And they're not. you're not going to get jizz ribbons off of off a girl after she's got once a girl from south carolina takes takes some jizz ribbon on her (laughs) she's keeping that she's there it's there right she's emotionally there forever well that's it it's like so i was like oh i guess we should go back up to them and i should be like hey listen i know you have those jizz ribbons here's my offer to get those back from you nothing give them to me <laughs> did you is that what you did no, I, mean, I wanted like, to i was joking I, with the guys actually that's how i'm gonna get it yeah, back yeah that'd be funny I actually was in my head was like we have extra we have extra jizz ribbons amongst this cast we can make more jizz ribbons um <laughs> jizz all you want we'll we have make more we have the technology <laughs> um but the, why isn't it you know you've got a second show in jizz ribbons the show yeah i've, I've been pitching it every day i'm there <laughs> i'm not in this show i'm trying to get in the one i'm understudying this show i'm trying to get main stage for the old jizz uh, ribbons is it jizz the ribbons best part is, is this is the second show in vegas that uses jizz ribbons oh god what's the first there is a uh, crazy girls at the riviera uses jizz ribbons that's filthier though <laughs> it really crazy is. girls is just about girls getting naked ours is used comedically Crazy Girls is not a comedy. Where does no. it? But if it's all girls, is there a guy that it shoots from? Nope. One of the girls dances with a giant penis. Oh, and then my it shoots jizz God. ribbons that into has the to audience. Comedy, then I can't. It's just shoot oh, out at the, the audience. So the audience is there. It's, it's at the audience. Yeah, this is these are our fucking jizz ribbons. We're not giving to anybody. <laughs> but what's funny is they that there's a those, guy. They don't get their jizz ribbons a guy, back ever. There's a guy <laughs> in a cast who's engaged to a girl in Crazy Girls, which means that they both deal with <laughs> jizz ribbons. They are a jizz ribbon household. <laughs> They are. They go. I'm like, how'd your ribbons go? Oh, mine, in South Carolina. Well, you know, we always lose ours. Every night we lose a jizz ribbon, and that's like, I'm waiting we for have the day to like, reload ours. He, he could come into work and be like, guys, you know, I've been talking to my wife about jizz ribbons, and uh, I think we can do something different than what we've been doing. You know, like, I got a lot of ideas. 
Well, you mean this guy has not brought up the fact that his wife also works with jizz ribbons? No, and it is oh. the first thing I'm talking to him about tomorrow. If we use some reflective tape instead of ribbon, yeah. it'll have a sparkly effect. <laughs> it'll, it'll appear more liquid in nature rather than cloth-like. Yeah. What we need is like, you know, like those toy helicopters that whirl on the way down? We need to add that to the top of the jizz ribbon. <laughs> yeah. Let's make these whirly gig jizzes. Um, it honestly is the longest, most tedious moment of my life. I have to roll up eight jizz ribbons. That's eight? Like, that's where I'm like, okay, this is for my kids. That's every night. <laughs> I have it a takes eight three jizz minutes. ribbons. <laughs> yeah. Again, spoiler alert. Eight, Holy well, shit. But, but how do my they, immediate policy. How are they launched? Uh, from human hands. Oh, so it's not any kind of... No, it's a kind of Spider-Man way. style. <laughs> so it's kind of sounds a little lambsy? It's very sounds a little lambsy. <laughs> gotcha! I gotcha! Oh, uh. You know, I remember watching Sounds of the Lambs when I was like eighth grade, and it took me forever to understand right. what was Nobody happening Nobody knew what the fuck scene. was going on in that scene. I was like, oh, did he sneeze on his yeah, head? Yeah, he sneezed. Oh, his crush, boy, he got her with some spit. What's going yeah. on here? It's like spit. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh. Which it means like that means Jodie Foster got a script and like she walks in the thing, looks in the thing, gets jizz on jizz on her face. Jizz tossed on her face. Yeah. Which by the way, if I was in prison, I would do that gag all day long. <laughs> gotcha. That guy's like I don't, whatever he's in prison for, I relate to him. Like I could be him. No, he's on death row or whatever. He's in front of the parole board. <laughs> well, son, you're up again, but looks like you've been tossing jizz on yeah. everybody. Governor's like, Whoa, you've been five for five on your last you're pardoned. <laughs> You're pardoned so long as you promise to yeah. go into Major go for League it. Baseball. Yeah. <laughs> Share your talents. You have an incredible pitching Do gift. good for the world. <laughs> Toss jizz in all the right places. Well, jizz all-star game. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so... Uh, and then, so, the... the uh, one of the... This girl, Courtney, and it does, I would say she's the choreographer. She does everything in the show, so I don't yeah. know. Um, she does everything. So she was there. And all of a sudden she comes back with two jizz ribbons. I was like, what? What? You really got those back? Like, we have extra. Why? She's like, oh, I just want to get them back. I don't want the girls to leave with those. And, and I was like, oh, okay, They're great. They're special. And I was like, what did you offer them? She's like, well, at first I tried to offer them, and then I just asked for them back, and they just gave it to me. I was like, so you offered nothing? She's like, yeah, I offered nothing. I was like, amazing. She took my bit. She did it. She stole my bit and effectively worked with it. She, she spoke South Carolina, South Carolina. That's great. Guys, all the jizz ribbons were accounted for. Life is safe again. <laughs> well, seriously, what are you going to do with a jizz ribbon? You're not going to use it again. I'll tell you what you're going to do with a jizz ribbon. Especially because like, it seems oh. so exciting to take a souvenir from a show, but to take that souvenir and then have to explain it to anyone. Right. Like, what you is don't that? go back into work and be like, see this ribbon on my desk? That's from Fifty Shades of Grey. It's a jizz representation from Fifty Shades the parody. <laughs> Basically, there's cum all over my desk. Yeah. A big ribbon of it. Yeah. It's like people that walk out of Blue Man Group with handfuls of toilet paper. Oh, man. I totally I love those people. That is hilarious. they're walking out with giant handfuls of wadded up toilet it's paper. It's one thing it's a major if you've got, alert. like, if, yeah, you, right. if you do a, a toilet paper tie yeah. or a toilet paper headband. Yeah. But if you but walk just out handfuls. with just handfuls of toilet paper. It's like, basically yeah. three rolls of toilet paper <laughs> that they're walking out with in their fists. In their clenched fists. Unless... But they don't put down to greet people until they hit the casino floor and then realize that they're just holding toilet paper. And then you find piles of toilet paper kind of from the casino to the well, parking lot. That's that Blue Man puts them under a spell. That is the truth. 
Blue it's Man true. Blue put them under the spell. I haven't seen their new... I mean, it's not even new anymore. It's been open for years now. The, the, the totally brand new show. Have you seen it? I've seen I the have. one at the new location. I've but seen I guess it. there's another... They just revamped it again a like a couple months ago. Right? Uh, they just revamped it uh, very recently. No, very recently. Like, like two months like, ago. Oh, so it's even no, like, more so. Like weeks ago. Oh, yeah, weeks ago. Yes, yeah, so there's a brand, brand, yeah, guys, brand yesterday, new. Yesterday. Yesterday they did. <laughs> yeah. Guys, very, very guys, they're revamping as we speak. Oh, boy. It really might be less than two weeks ago. Right. You know who told me that they were revamping yesterday? Me. Some little kid selling newspapers. <laughs> Read all about it. Blue Man unveils brand new project. I, no, they've just, they've just gone back. I've got to coal in my lungs. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to step on your black lung joke. There. Yeah, thank you. It, was, it took me a while to figure out one. TP shortage affects Blue Man production. <laughs> the, you know what? The Twinkie shortage did affect Blue the Man Twinkie production. The Twinkie shortage oh, and, yeah. the, and, the, and the possibility of Captain Crunch changing up, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but the Twinkie shortage did affect them for a minute. Yeah. They yeah, had yeah. to buy a bunch of backup Twinkies. They had to, they had to buy a bunch of backup Twinkies for their act. No? Um, of course, Twinkies wouldn't stay dead. No. But I, uh, I've i never been a big uh, St. Patrick's Day drinker. I've had, a few, I've had a few very fun St. Patrick's Days. But the truth is I worked at Tierney's Tavern, which is the shirt that I'm wearing right now. So you're working. And I loved working on St. Patrick's Day. I loved bartending But the tips are pretty Day. good. Of course, the tips are good. Here's the thing about St. Patrick's Day at Tierney's Tavern that was great. Everyone works. Like, if you work there at all, you work on St. Patrick's Day. Of course. It's a day shift and night shift. So what happens is, and then we are designed for speed that day, you know? So we don't we don't stock the bar like a typical bar. We reduce our options, put everything in disposable cups. The kitchen is, is closed except for corned beef and cabbage. We don't sell anything else on the menu. And so everything is just meant to just get the fuck out there. And so what happens is you work with, like, eight bartenders. And so you, you work basically, like, four feet of a bar. And then everything's right there. And you just fucking march it out there all day long. And so what happens is you get so good at it that you start doing shots with everybody. And you have your St. Patrick's Day from a very safe area where you're protected by a large bar that keeps people from touching you or talking close to you. <laughs> and uh, and you get to kind of get half hammered, make a shitload of money, and then you work fast but not hard. Yeah, you, You're constantly working. You're constantly moving. But it's not... It's not a challenge. Not at all. Yeah. And it was the not best. mentally taxing. And then everybody, and then we, and then the bar is never cleaned more than after St. Patrick's Day. So you stay afterward because you made a buttload of money, and everybody's working. And we all would clean the bar top to bottom, and then get rehammered after we were done cleaning. And that was where it was really fun. Those are the days, guys. Mm. The days were the salad days. The salad days. The days where I don't know who needed me on March 18th, but they didn't get me. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that is like, I don't know, like my, uh, the Yogi Bear quote of like, no one goes there anymore. It's too crowded, which he may or may not have even said he doesn't even exist guys. He's the moon's core. No. Uh, so he, he's the moon's core. Yeah. It's conspiracy theory. Did Yogi Bear is on the moon. Did you read about that? The one that was posted through, through our, yeah through our social media. The moon is a hollow spacecraft. Yes. I want to do a song called the moon is the hollow spacecraft. <laughs> You want something to be wrong with the moon so bad. Like if Top of Paul's like Christmas list. I hope list, nothing's wrong with the moon. Top of Paul's Christmas list is like fucked up moon. No. No. You love every moon conspiracy theory. I do love I love it all. <laughs> I love all the conspiracy theories. It cracks me up. The moon is a hollow spacecraft. I yeah. hadn't heard that one yet. Yeah. And that's good. That's yeah. some good shit. <laughs> I forget what I was saying before the moon was a... You were talking Bear. about Yogi oh, Bear. Oh, my favorite place to drink is where no one goes. 
which like, is no i mean like wherever or oh. wherever i am like wherever the dingiest bars were like no one's in it like not perfect. a big crowded place and so like my favorite time to drink which i why i was i was not a severe alcoholic as you as you'd think 10 a.m favorite time to drink uh was <laughs> after hours oh no I, not, I didn't like to drink I, I liked even when i wasn't working if i wanted to drink i would wait till the towards the end of the night mm-hmm. just all i wanted to do was hang out with the bartenders and have control of the jukebox and just sit there with a, with a small group of people shooting the shit, like talking in the bar and having the bar to yourself with a few friends while you shoot the shit. It's nice. Is the coolest time. Is the best time to drink ever. It's true. And uh, I never liked the crowded bar. I mean, I liked the women that were inside of crowded bars. Well, the only time I ever liked yeah. crowded bars was when there was live music. Like if there was really good live music going on that that drew in a crowd, yeah, then I'm good with a crowded bar. But besides that, I, I could give I, I I could give it away. We got a nice spot out here, at McMullins, which I, McMullins is a good pub. I should have like gone McMullins. to I should have gone to today at some point because I got a couple of Trek pals that still work there. Well, they have Irish nachos, right? Love the Irish. The nachos. Irish nachos are really good. That's they're insanely good. They've got uh, some really good musicians that come Instead through. Instead of there. tortilla chips, it's waffle fries. It's not even waffle fries. Oh, no, it's a... It's just a thick just potato, potato chip. A yeah, thick, thick potato fried chips potato chip. of tortilla chips. They're re- really good. Chips. Yeah, and then it's just... That's ridiculous. Loads of sour cream, cheese. But that bar is... It's right next to the Orleans. It is. It is... Always has good music. Always has mm-hmm. live band. And it is designed to do what I'm talking about, which is that it's a big bar, but it's all carved out into little sections. It's so whatever room you're in, you can really feel like you're alone. You feel like you're or, with or you're with of, your peeps. Yeah, you you have a small area for which you, your your group can congregate, and it doesn't feel like you're hanging out with anybody oh. else. And they've even got one big room that you can rent out. Yeah, yes, it's pretty slick. Yeah, yeah. And uh, we've had some Star Trek events there. Back some in the people day. were doing some. Uh, there was an open mic there, and there's a couple of comedy things that were happening. There's there. a really great trivia nights there as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's a lot of great trivia nights here in Vegas. Mm-hmm. I had my fantasy football draft there last year. Yeah. All, all the guys in my fantasy football team or fantasy football league flew into Vegas to do our uh, do a live fantasy football draft, and we did oh. it at McMullins. Hear that, everyone in my four leagues who we can't figure out one fucking time online to get That's it right. done. These guys yeah. flew in to do a fucking draft. They flew draft. in. I didn't do shit. I just drove down the street, but it was great. You're on notice, my four leagues. So we all flew in, and we were going to get the big room at Mullins. So yeah. I'm talking to the guy. He says, well, I can't give you the big room because there's an event in there, but I can give you the room right next to the big room since there are only 10 of you anyway. Which is a janitor's closet. Not a big deal. <laughs> no, still a great room, but it, but to get into the big room, you have to come through this room. Right. It turns out the event that was happening in the big room was an Irish wake. Oh, no, and way. so we are having a fantasy football draft time while an while an Irish wake is going on in the room next to us, and they just they come in and out through the, like you know just yeah, yeah they not, not through, through the room. room not through the room not through the middle of it but kind of you know on the on the outskirts of it yeah and it was the best worst most awkward <laughs> but at the same time awesome thing ever was the I mean, body they there. Were, it's it's, a, it's the a, body the body was not there. It's okay. a great thing to have had happened. You know what I mean? Like those even, stories were like while you're even doing at it, like, the t- <laughs> like at the time, I thought it was just, like as soon as I found out, it was like oh, they're having a fucking wake. We can't have a football draft here next door. And the, and the McMullins guy was like, no, no, no. I talked to them. They're on board. They're excited that you guys are doing that. Uh, they they want you to do it. They want you to have fun. They want you to order food. They want you to be, have, be drinking, having a good time. Just do your thing. Don't worry about them. So we kind of said, okay, fine. And sure enough, they all they wanted to do was party. They just wanted to come in, that's what I was pay gonna say. their I was respects, gonna... and then have a great time. No, that's that's nice. what I was going to say was the uh, 
it was the perfect like the, the the perfect outcome for that situation. Yeah, the 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 joke I was gonna make was like, so wait a half hour. That was that <laughs> yeah, was a, it was right. awkward. Just wait a half hour, because um, it was the the classic Irish joke, which is what's the difference between an Irish wedding and an Irish funeral? Half hour. No. <laughs> <laughs> Please, please tell it the way that that way the rest of your life. Yeah, I, will. I will. Just sell it, hard sell it the I rest will. of your life. I, I want to know how people will laugh out of politeness. <laughs> oh man, a half hour, a half hour. <laughs> we should oh, really man. be recording right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, turn my mic on. Let's do this. All right, All right here we go. Let's roll, people. Actually, uh, Jacob, go on our uh, go on our Facebook page and and look at the uh, the the request for uh, for limerick topics. And I, I took screen grabs of the Twitter ones, so we'll start with the Twitter ones. All right. Uh, by the way, you're gonna love uh, tomorrow's artwork from Ace. Oh, I saw it. Oh, you already saw it. I snagged it and used it for Bucket Show promo too. Oh, you did. Yeah, I did. <laughs> um. No, 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 the one leprechaun? The two of us. Okay, good. You did do it. Okay, yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you, you, everyone will see it when... You, it'll be tomorrow's thing, so you'll see it's it. It's awesome, Ace. You, you, you. you already have saw it. You already saw it. But uh, Ace, Ace, when he drew us as leprechauns, said, uh, I uh, didn't remember that it was St. Patrick's Day, so I thought this was the craziest non sequitur, like the most random... Hilarious. Uh, Just in his mind. Thing, yeah. Zeitgeist got him. Ace, I gotta tell you, I, we have not met Ace in person. We have not. I've mostly, when I think of him, I think of his own cartoon representations of himself in a bunny costume. Mm-hmm. He, I, he's, I believe, he's, is a girlfriend or he's engaged? He's got a girlfriend. Yeah. I think they might be engaged. Yeah, they're engaged, I think. My point. guess is she is a totally hot, hot number. That's I'm my sure. Guess. That is my guess. Yeah. Ace's personality, everything. He seems like everything that would drive me crazy in high school were like, there's like, you know, popular kids who were good looking who got chicks. And then there's also like these alternative kids who just didn't didn't have anything aggro or alpha, but they just knew how to socialize mm-hmm. and always had the hottest chicks. And you're like, I, I, I'm trying so hard to be likable and I'm funny and no yeah. one wants to touch my penis in any social environment. <laughs> um well, no, and, and my guess is that people's penises in social environments a lot. Well, now uh, wait, they don't they don't touch your penis in social environments? Uh, no, not even just to be polite. <laughs> like oftentimes, I've stopped shaking people, hands. Exactly, yeah. When people go to shake my hand, I say that's okay, you can pet it, and then they usually just give a little, little bunk bunk, just a little. <laughs> uh, the deep touch. That's honestly, it's good because I'm a germaphobe. <laughs> Right, I, so can, I, I can take it on the wiener. I can take it on the wiener, but, I'm but not, on the hand, I'm not going to rub my eye with my wiener. I'm not putting you know my I mean? dick in my mouth anytime soon. Guys. <laughs> exactly, my fingers. That could happen. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to pick my nose at a red light with my dick. <laughs> not unless it's a really long red light. <laughs> uh, pick my nose with my dick. All right. Okay. Well, let's start off with a classic limerick, Paul. Oh, wait. Let's play some music for the limerick challenge. Just any music. I don't care. Anything uh, yeah. <laughs> at all. And it's something that's not Irish at all. I was say, we'll make it Irish. Here we go. Perfect. This is very Irish. <laughs> is this Sam and JJ? Yep. Yeah. Summon JJ. Damn it. Summon JJ. 
This is the Limerick Challenge. Yeah. Go. All right, me God, laddie. This is the Limerick Challenge. All right, Paul. Go ahead. I'm going to try and make up a Limerick. A funny one that I'll laugh for weeks on and will slay me. I'm going to make up a limerick right on the spot without any forewarning or forethought. And I bet you'll laugh or I'll give you me shillelagh. Me shillelagh. Yeah. All right. Here we go. That's a good theme. I don't know. Just check it. Just the music for the theme. That's it. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just the segment. Oh, I was going to do the whole thing. Yeah, oh, but we're not going to do limericks There's no to way beats. I could do the limerick rhythm underneath. All right. We need rhythm. the time. All right. I am white, sir. I'm very white. I was giving you guys so much credit. Oh my god, I'm getting notes like uh, uh, I'm doing like you know the choreography and rehearsals and stuff for Fifty Shades, and uh, they're like, Matt, you gotta clap on that one and three, you know. And I am so white. I so Just instinctively can't. clap on the two and four. It's such yeah. a give. Like, there, there's a there's a one and three. What? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, if there are any black people in my cast, I'd be more embarrassed, but there aren't. Um. All right, so let's let's warm up here, okay? It's not Fifty Shades of Black; it's Fifty Shades of Gray. Fifty Shades of Gray. Um, okay, so uh, you know, you just just go through a classic limerick, Paul, and then we'll and then we'll. Well, uh, like we'll there, like there once was a man from Nantucket, right? Whose dick was so long he could fuck it. He said with a grin as he wiped off his chin, "If my ear were a cunt, I would fuck it." Great. Right? Okay, like, good. So you're ready. Yeah. You're all warmed up. <laughs> I know. I know all how it goes. Right, I know good. how you do a limerick. All right. First topic. This is from uh, Justin at town of specter and he wants the topic of my aching feet my aching feet yeah time oh time's uh, up. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my my feet hurt since the day i was born each walk leaves me leaves me feeling forlorn no shoes help the ache this pain i can't shake won't somebody please help my corn <laughs> oh good oh good oh good that was good that was good here's the thing so here's why paul and i are hesitating i think i know why you're hesitating i know why you're hesitating. you have to think of a third rhyme well it's three it. rhymes it's three the key is three rhymes the yeah. middle part is a two rhyme segment yeah, which yeah, is but, easy you well, can we'll fill that, that in that. yeah but the three rhyme is a trick without it, pooching it, without pooching the the kick rhyme yes exactly that's it's the thing tough. Right? so that's why we're hesitating yeah. yeah no i was thinking the same thing where i was like oh i have the so you got we, nantucket bucket and fuck it yeah and so it's like come up, coming up with bucket. Coming up with three. So yeah, I got yeah. I got born, right. forlorn, and corn. Yeah. But that's tricky. Right. So uh <laughs> Forlorn was one that surprised me there. Oh, I'm glad you like that. I thought you were going to corn first. No, see, you get, you, uh, corn, corn was the punch. You got me. <laughs> I thought you were going to corn second. Nope. Uh <laughs> I just saw a man in a hearse. Oh. His feet ached so bad it was a curse. Mm. But he wasn't a wench. But he did have some stench. It's the smell of the feet that was worse. Yeah, there you go. Okay, there you go. Cool. Yeah. See, I threw hearse in there because, like, fuck, I don't know. You got it. So I got through hearse. Okay, cool. All right, so that's aching feet. Good. We're all warmed up. We're cooking yep. now. All right. Your your next challenge is uh, to do a limerick about Evangelion. <laughs> this is from <laughs> this is from Jennifer Grayson at uh, Ram Ram Shan Ram Shan. Ranchan, R-A-N-N-C-H-A-N, Ranchan, Jennifer Grayson. <clears throat> Sinji is angry and sad. His co-pilots make him so mad. Asuka's a bitch, and he just can't scratch, Ray can't scratch that itch. 
because he knows that she fucked his dad. There we go. <laughs> Limerick challenge. There it is. Boom. How about that? That's pretty good. All right. <laughs> uh, Sarah from Chile. You know, Sarah in Chile. Our friend Sarah. She gave us a bunch. Okay. I can't do an Evangelion one because I don't know shit about it. Uh, uh, yeah. It's confusing. All right. <laughs> First one she gave us, Fisto. Fisto. Yeah. A Fisto Limerick? A Fisto Limerick. Okay. <laughs> a man, a man's iron fist he did pick. Yeah. Strong to the punch and so quick. He'll beat you, I know, with the strength of one blow. Fisto loves punching your dick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Fatality. <laughs> there once was a man with an iron fist who could do all kinds of shit with it. You get the gist. Uh, but one day, down in his soul, oh, no, but he ruined his soul when in his own hole, he put it up there and now he's pissed. <laughs> It was sloppy. It was sloppy, but I got it. I get it. it. it right up the bum. I've got one for you guys here on the uh, on the Facebook page. Okay, uh, Fisto's cousin. We have here uh, the Ballad of Iron Fist McGee. Oh, oh it's geez. it's just the same one. I just have to say, <laughs> I have to say a woman. I just have to do the exact one I did with a woman. Uh, once was a woman. With I got. I got. It, I got. It, I got. Oh, okay. It. <laughs> a hand job is offered. He laughed. She seemed to be good at her craft. But she grabbed him too tight as he screamed in the night as his ball <laughs> shot right through his shaft. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there once was a girl in my yard <laughs> who started stroking my cock way too hard. Uh... I didn't know, I didn't know what uh, to say to stop that slut. Now my dick has become a Saint Bernard. Oh <laughs> yeah, the Saint Bernard, the Saint Bernard I visual. About Saint Bernard. <laughs> With the rescue barrel around his chin. Oh boy. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, uh, okay, Paul, mm-hmm. you've been challenged by at Auditory Hum here. To do one about He-Man, and I have been challenged to do one about Springsteen. Uh, I'll, go, I'll go Springsteen first. Okay, okay. Uh, I don't know who I might love more, because Springsteen I sure do adore. But I do love my wife. She gives me my life, but she never says, one, two, three, four. <laughs> <laughs> never? Uh No. I always come before she gets to four. Ah. He-Man has the baddies on the run. When he arrives, the day will be won. But we all know inside, he's got something to hide. Just fuck Skeletor and be done. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Jacob, you've been challenged by Sarah and Chile to do one about Steve Winwood. I've too fucking bad. Pass. That is a pass. Pass. That's a pass. Although the good news is we did address Stephen Wood so early in the show. That, that is good. 
And that's good too because uh, Scott uh, Scott G on Facebook also wanted one about Steve Winwood. Yeah. And uh, so did Steve, and so did a few other people. Mm-hmm. Uh, good, good, good. Uh, so uh, several people want to hear one from Steve about Steve Winwood. So uh, why don't we hear one about Steve Winwood? Okay. Steve Winwood is the fucking man. Mm. Anyone who don't get it don't understand. His winsome smile uh, keeps me raptured for a while. Get me back to that high life again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Worthy of the Winwoodian. Okay. Steve Winwood, king of rock and roll. Got them biceps all built up and swole. Plays keyboards galore. Mm, I want to hear more. Give me all of that sweet blue eyed soul. Nice. 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 <laughs> uh, Paul. Someone wants to know, Artori Home wants to know if you can do it in a vampire Bill Cosby voice. Could you sure. do a limerick? What are we? Okay, yeah. <laughs> well, I got into some trouble real quick because of the things I've been doing with my dick. I drug ladies' drinks. I do things that stinks, but they'll never make those charges stick. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right, we we did better on the limerick challenge than I thought we would do. Yeah. Um. So, uh, Jacob, just go go through the names and the suggestions. We'll, we'll go just do them all in one big swoop, and then we'll uh, we'll pick them out because I want to thank everybody for uh, for participating on our Facebook oh, we got page. Adam, John, Jeff, Jay, Brian, Sean, Peter, Joseph, Joe, Scott, Eric, Shannon, Steve, Thomas, Travis, Ryan, Kyle, Elizabeth A, Elizabeth A again, and Stephen. Okay, that's just from the from the Limerick challenge. Oh, awesome! And uh, uh, go through their topics. Just zip them down, and we'll we'll pick oh, we one got, and we'll uh, finish up on. Uh, Chris Bosch at the Taco Bell Hospital. <laughs> I once had a ball in Arkansas. Uh, the Nest. Uh, uh, let's see. Um, vampire Bill Cosby and Vampire t- or and Blood Turd Dracula meet. <laughs> That's in one limerick? limerick? That's one limerick. That's an yeah. epic tale. That's <laughs> tough, right? Yeah, that's, that is a tale as old as time. That's, that's a, a leprechaun book. riding a Pegasus. Uh, Paul's love of He Man. Muhammad. Uh, let's see. Anything to do with blood and chemo juice or the cancer guy wanting Bill Cosby to fuck his wife? Oh, chemo juice. I forgot about that. Oh, good old there was once juice. a singer named Winwood. Definitely something about a, li- a giant leprechaun named Matt. Ooh, I like that one. <laughs> I am. Yeah, it's just my life story. Mm. Um, how about a throwback? Robot in jail. <laughs> Pegasus That's... eating someone's nest. Robot in jail is is a geek shock. I was like, yeah. I was, I was like, I don't remember <laughs> you that. You guys yet. got your own Facebook page. He's geek shock. <laughs> We get a lot of tweets that are like, hey, this is the best thing about Geek Shock. It's like, this is not Geek Shock's no, Twitter page. No, keep doing it, guys. I love it. It makes me laugh. I love it. <laughs> Please send all of Thank your you computer repair, request, repair requests. Yes, to Geek Squad. Uh, a limerick from Raymond. A limerick, just a limerick oh, okay. from Raymond. All right. Uh, a terrible face-fucking incident ending at the Taco Bell Hospital. <laughs> there once was a nerd and a jock. Not bad. Well, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything featuring Cory the Camel, corned beef and cabbage, plus a fatty rabbit hole, and gravy. Okay. Okay. I heard someone address uh, just someone in public today named Cory, and I turned around for some reason expecting to see a camel. <laughs> <laughs> I am not kidding about that. 
There once was a nerd and a jock. The nerd in the situation was a doc. In the bed was Chris Bosch, who had a nap and a nosh. And his face was to be fucked, but it got botched. <laughs> Close enough. There's a slight not bad, not the bad. Okay, this is Corey. I'm just going <laughs> to do a, one limerick. Are you sure you want to do one or two? Or? Just gonna do, I'm going to do one to start. Okay, right. do you have enough water? Do you got to get you any tea? My fucking limerick's the best. Okay. Because it's all about nest. Nest, 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 nest. Nest, 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 nest. Nest, 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 nest. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think we'll close out our limerick challenge. Where's the music, dude? Go close it up. <laughs> That's not the same music open. No! Is it? <laughs> I don't care. How about this one? How about this one? There it is. There it, there it is. is. Yeah. Limerick challenge. Limerick challenge. Limerick challenge. We got through many of the limerick challenges. We'll have to save some for next year. <laughs> no, we did pretty good, I think. I thought we did better than I thought we would do. Not too shabby. Mm-hmm. Actually, what I thought was you would be great and I'd be terrible and you'd make fun of me. That's what I thought was going no, to happen. Come on. Listen, guys, that's my thought. I'm so sad. <laughs> uh, how deep are we? We should get into some scoop mail, I Let's think, Let's do right? some scoop mail. Hell Let's yeah. do Let's it. do the scoop mail. Message for you, son. Scoop mail nest. This one's from Cookies and Cream. Nice. Dear Matt and Paul and Jacob, first off, uh, like everyone else who emails the show, I love it. I've even started getting my Southern Baptist girlfriend to start listening. If only you knew my powers of persuasion. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Nicely done, sir. Anyway, we were listening when that Australia guy relayed his, shall we say, unique method of proposing to various women. My wife lost her mind when she heard that. She's like, what is up with that dude? She and I was, I, like, was like, I want to do the right thing. It was all done this time. I want to like, do the right thing great. and hide in a bush. It's like, what and are you throw doing? my ring across a ravine. Right. It's like, what is going on? She and I laughed at hyenas at the breakdown you guys gave of this guy's story. <laughs> This led her, we'll call her Mandy, to determine that if I were to propose Because that's her name. Her, I don't know why I said it like that. That's her name. <laughs> that I should somehow scare the shit out of her and leave the ring in a spot mere feet away from her and not put the thing on her finger as done sort of meta inside joke that no one else would ever even begin to that's, understand. That's cute. When she, should, when she suggested this, I knew she was the cookie for my cream. Aww. My question to you is this. How should I scare the shit out of her to propose? <laughs> Mandy lives in a ghettoish part of Atlanta. Should I set fireworks off in her backyard oh, so no, she walks no, outside no, wondering what no, the fuck no, is going on no, and then no, yell no, boo? No, 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 no. Or should I sneak into her house and wake her up with a bucket of cold water? I'll even listen to some of your most ridiculous suggestions. Cream pieing your eye sockets. Cookies and cream. Um, I'm not suggesting you do any of this, first of all. First of all, giant disclaimer, don't do any of this. But have you guys seen that video of the guy who scares his girl after watching some scary movies? And he leaves the TV on with that white static. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he drapes that giant puppet down in front of her. She's asleep on the couch. And he drapes a giant puppet down in front of her that looks like the ring girl. And it's just like it's crawling out of the TV, it looks like. And he wakes her up to this, and she sees it, and she flips the fuck out. (laughs) 
and she's in tears after it. It's the mo- it's like it's an amazing scare, but it's it's traumatic. <laughs> he puts his girlfriend through some real trauma. Really scares her. Like there's this monster hanging over her head when she wakes up. I think you have to stage your own funeral, right? Like, and then you get out of oh, the casket and then propose. Right? Uh, marry me! Marry me! Marry the ghost! Ooh! Oh, that's another one that would be like, uh, uh, like, uh, if you propose, like, in front of, like, a closet or something like that, and then you get down on one knee, and then some, you can have someone dressed like a monster or, like, an axe murderer burst out of the closet, drag you into the closet, and close the door before you finish the sentence. And then she has to whether to answer you or not while you. Uh, wrangle in the closet for your life. It would Not be bad. wild to have, like, to be like, uh, get, find a nice, really romantic spot and uh, be proposing, and then have like a bunch of ring wraiths come out and just grab you and drag you away into the darkness. <laughs> just have really great speaker systems around. It sounds as it's shrieking screams. All right, and you just get pulled away and just disappear. Well, that's a good one. Be kind of nuts. One that I've thought of before is uh, you have people over to your house, your, your house apartment, whatever, and. Uh, after everyone leaves, you just set it up with everybody beforehand. After everyone leaves, uh, you and your girl, you go in, you go in the back. You know, you're kind of you're you're changing out of your party clothes. You know, you're doing whatever. And while you're in the back, everyone that was at the party comes back in through the front door that you've left unlocked for them. And so they're all in the the living room, kitchen, whatever areas in the the front of your abode. And then when she goes back in there, everybody just screams or does something that just scares the shit out of her because she thought that she was alone in the house now. Oh, I have an idea. Pretty good. Pretty Instead good. of getting on a knee, just ask her to marry you with a knife to her throat. Oh, that'll put the fear into her. Yeah. Don't do any of these things. <laughs> uh, propose to her on the ledge of a building and say you'll jump if she says no. <laughs> or you'll push her off. That's not scary. If she says That's no. just pathetic. Yeah. That's actually how I proposed. <laughs> Everything else I made up was a lie. Everything else I made up, of course it's a lie. Um, let's see. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, those are good options That's pretty there. solid. We got one here from Nurse Scoop. You remember Nurse Scoop? Yes, he was Taco, Taco Bell, Bell Hospital. Hospital. Hello, Matt, Paul, and special guest Jacob. Quick reintroduction. I'm the person from Taco Bell Hospital. I guess, <laughs> I, guess I didn't need to uh, reintroduce uh, her. Oh, we, we only have one nurse... Talk talk about getting uh, shit vomited on her. So I had a patient vomit poop on me. Yes, we remember. <laughs> Hard is, to forget. Did she just paste this? Copy paste her previous email. Is Jacob just reading what I say? She did. Is Jacob just reading what I say? Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> I can honestly say that hearing you lovely bastards talk about my incident was way more entertaining than actually experiencing it. <laughs> I, I can't imagine that. No, I, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> uh, Want to hear another story from my hospital? Sure you do. Oh. I was working in the emergency department, and I was asked to draw blood on a patient. I went in the room and noticed that the male patient was lying face down on the exam table with a pillow under his hips. As I poked the patient, I'm trying to make small talk. So, how did you end up here, I asked. Oh, I tripped, he says. Mind you, his oh. ass is kind of sticking uh, in the uh, air. Uh, uh, Seeing this, I uh, say, oh. No, no. He tripped and fell Did you land something on, in his butt. Did you land on your tailbone? Uh-huh. Oh, no. He put something up his butthole. The patient looks at me and says, look, I said I tripped and fell, okay? Right. I don't say anything else to him. As I'm leaving, I see another nurse coming around the corner. 
I, I pointed at the door I just came out of and said, uh, what's up with that guy's ass? She says, was he a jerk to you? I said, yeah, but his ass is in the air. What's up with his ass? She smiles, holds up the x-ray, and says, a Coke bottle. Oh! oh! With a cap on or off? Uh, unknown. <laughs> Thank you for making me laugh in public. Everybody on the bus thinks I have epilepsy now. <laughs> Fuck you in the face. Nurse Scoop. Uh, Nurse Scoop, why do you have a Coke ball in your ass? I have epilepsy on the bus, okay? <laughs> you know, this happened to me one time when I was doing a commercial shoot. I tripped and fell, and the Coke can went right up my keister. It was something else. But they gave me a real smile. Have a Coke up your ass and a smile. <laughs> <laughs> this is from Bill Cosby, Vampire Bill Cosby, allegedly. <laughs> uh, oh man, that is yeah, awful. that's a classic. Whenever anybody says I tripped, Coke classic, like, huh? It's a Coke classic. It's a Coke, that's, right. that's a Coke classic. Some original recipe right there. Oh, ouch! It must be a glass bottle, right? It has to be. I a would plastic think so. bottle. You can figure it out, or maybe not. I don't know. No, that's just you don't don't put bottles up your butt. The more math I try to do on it, the more uncomfortable I get. It's dangerous, man. Yeah. It's get that vacuum effect if you have an uncorked bottle. If you leave the lid on, you're probably okay. There's my piece of advice. There you go. Leave the lid on. <laughs> leave the lid on. Leave the lid on. Uh, the more you know. Also, just don't do that. Wow. Hilarious. Oh. Uh, are you... Do you, do you know, she doesn't work at Taco Bell Hospital. She works at Bottle Hospital. Bottle Hospital. Well, I guess like the fear then is it's going to break... Here's the thing. Okay, so I trip, I fall, I get a Coke bottle up my ass, right? Which is what happens a lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is it stuck? Like, why is it medically stuck? Because of the vacuum effect. Okay. If you're doing that kind of blip, 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 putting it in and out. So suddenly... Because here's the thing. The air goes out of the bottle. Right. And is a vacuum, and it's sucking air from your butt around the sides of it. Science. And it just goes deeper and deeper into the butt. Why didn't Mr. I'm just Wizard Paul dig this grave for himself? What? There's no grave to dig. I've watched the internet. This is what happens on the internet. There's a horrible video out there that I've seen a couple times <laughs> with a guy who intentionally shatters a mason jar up his butthole. Oh. Yeah. He intentionally shatters a mason jar up his butthole. There's nothing I haven't subjected my mind to anymore. He intentionally shattered a mason jar while up his ass. Take that, Darwin. Yeah. And then he didn't... I don't even think he even went to the fucking hospital. So this guy gets a Coke bottle his ass. The vacuum effect happens. I guess. I'm not an expert. I'm, I'm giving you credit. I'm giving you credit for this. Uh, how many attempts before you go to the hospital? That's a, that is a good question. I think if it's glass, yeah. you're probably 20 minutes deep, and then you're like, okay, I'm going. I, so, yeah, because I think there's two fears oh, to happen, right? Like, I one, know. I don't know what you kind of, like. You think it's longer than that? Oh, I think longer. Really? Because before you tell another human being you have a bottle stuck in your ass, first off, when I show up at the hospital with the bottle stuck in my ass, there's other objects there because I was trying to wedge it out <laughs> with other things. There's a fucking crowbar I was trying in there. To, I, I probably forget the vacuum thing post-crowbar, so there's a crowbar. Would you really try to Chopstick. wedge a glass bottle out of your ass Here's what I think I would try to do. I think you would see like a bunch of like crazy straws linked together. And then a okay. straw mask, because I'd be trying to like blow air into the into the thing to break right. the vacuum seal. Yeah, I'd if be, you, I would have tried that before. If you're the dumb hospital. enough to stick a bottle up your butt, do you even understand that it's a vacuum seal that's going on with your butthole? Or you're just going to like, oh shoot, this is going to pull out my whole colon. 
Which is the worst thing. Yeah, that could be. Yeah, that thing is like you start pulling oh. out first, you're like, shoot, I don't want the glass to break. Then another thought is like, maybe I do, because right now if I just keep yanking at it, it's going to be like a. a uh, then, you know what would be worse? Like some kind of pink sock coming out with it. If it, <laughs> if it was a 7 Up <laughs> bottle. Yeah. <laughs> and then you've got the uncolon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. We had pink sock come out and uh, yeah. some improv or it's, it on could be like, night. That could was be like, pretty good. Could be like Coke Zero because there's zero chance of having butt sex after this accident. <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, you would be a worn out old lady, though. You'd be a mess. Yeah. You'd be a floppy mess, probably. I don't know. How, I guess the butthole's pretty resilient. Yeah, I mean, it takes but, a lot of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Go butthole. <laughs> I'm saying... I'm guessing four hours and like 60 good attempts before I go to the hospital while I tell another human being what's happened to my four body. Four hours easy. Unless, four hours, okay. unless my wife's going to be home in three. In that case, it's two and a half hours. Right. The <laughs> right. That's the other thing. Is this, I guess, see, that's the problem. This poor guy, he's all alone. Yeah. If he had a friend with him, yeah. it'd be a more enjoyable thing. Sure. I don't think it's, it's probably not enjoyable, though. Coke bottle up your butt. So I need to know if it was a glass Coke bottle. Sounds like bottle. this guy needs a safe word. <laughs> your safe word is don't put a bottle up my ass. That's your <laughs> fucking safe word. No bottle up my ass. All right. Next scope now. All right. Oh, let me just shift my take seat a here a little shit. bit. Jacob is uncomfortable right now. Well, he's, he's, he's got a two bottle liter up my ass. ass. <laughs> That's why I only use plastic bottles on my butt to masturbate. <laughs> Good call. Yeah, the other stuff gets more dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got one from I Charles. Tried those, I tried those cardboard ones for like coconut milk, you know, and just not the same. You can't do it. <laughs> you try like a juice box? Yeah, I tried, tried like, like a Capri Sun. A little, a little Capri Sun! Oh, there's only there. one. Well, Capri Sun, though, once the liquid's out, it's pretty much just yeah. a rolled up piece it's just, of aluminum it's astronaut foil. toilet paper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Astronaut toilet paper. Oh, why don't they advertise it as that? Astronaut toilet paper. Doubles as astronaut toilet paper. Hey, once you're done with that fun of the Capri Sun, it's astronaut toilet paper. I can wipe my butt in space. Go to the moon when you wipe your moon. (laughs) Which is actually a Soviet ship. We got one from Charles. <laughs> it's not so. So it's oh. just a hollow spacecraft. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe it's Russian. Oh, it was, no, it was Russian scientists who speculated it was an alien craft. Of course they would. Dear Eminem and the Wheels of Steel, you've been good enough to read both my previous emails on the show, and I thought I'd ask another favor. If you'd be so kind to grant it, the improv class that I've been taking culminates in a performance by in a, in a performance by the whole class. Since I have been, since I have a burning improv crush on Matt and Paul, it would mean a lot if you would wish me and my class good luck, and perhaps share any tips for anyone performing in their first ever improv show. Ooh, I like this question. I uh, thought thought you also might like to know I was listening to ICS on a public transport and was laughing like a maniac. <laughs> yes, people were giving me strange looks. I tactically held my iPhone in my lap so that the mathematically lo- Matt, Matt and Mattingly logo was visible to all nearby. I don't know if this contributed to Operation Obelisk at all, but at the very least, it might have showed them that I was the uh, what was the source of my lunatic giggling. Good, fuck you in the face, Charles. All right, Charles. Uh, well, first of all, 
good luck to you at your improv class. I hope you guys Break have a legs. kick-ass performance. Uh, Paul, advice for a, for a first improv performance? Uh, yeah, my advice is uh, slow down and make a lot of eye contact. Nice. That's a good one. Uh, mine is uh, uh, relax. You're not there and people going to your showcase are not expecting the uh, uh, most experienced and crazy off the wall best show they've ever seen. You can't fake past where you are. You're not, you're not worse than you are and you're not better than you are. You've taken whatever amount of weeks of classes and you're doing pretty good with whatever you got going on. So the best thing you do is, is just realize that everyone's going to know that you guys are risking your ass. Everyone's going to know that you that you're not prepared, and so you're you're going to come off a lot better than you think you are in your performance. They're not going to go in there comparing you to like their favorite sitcom or their favorite movie. So just relax, and the best thing you could do is enjoy your scenes and really in, in, and really listen to your scene partners. Mm-hmm. And if you're in your head and you think your pressure be funny, don't. Don't do it. Just listen and wait to actually be inspired. You're every, you're about to do a comedy show. Everyone in the audience is about to watch a comedy show. Uh, you're not going to forget to be funny. So don't make it the first thing you try to take care of. All right. That's it. Cool. Sound advice. We got a message here from Scoop Loops. Uh, in episode 105, you were discussing using physical media instead of uh, instead of digital, such as CDs, books, and comic books. I was very surprised, however, to hear that you didn't mention vinyl records as one. Oh, fuck. You uh, did not mention vinyl records. I picked this email out because before we recorded that episode, Paul and Matt and I were talking about vinyl records. We were. That is absolutely true. Um as a collector of vinyl myself, my opinion on physical versus digital media is that they both have their own place and serve different purposes. With a digital collection of boring over, take sides <laughs> over eleven thousand songs, I listen to my iPod all the time when I'm not at home. Digital music is perfect for being in the car, bus, walking around, blah blah blah. As for vinyl, it is very relaxing to come home, sit on my couch, and put on a record. There is just something cool that is hard to explain about putting a record on. I agree, but that's the point. It is hard to explain. Uh, the best comparison that I have about th- that I've heard about vinyl is that listening to a record instead of my iPod is like seeing a movie in a theater instead of on my computer. Uh, you make an event out of it. It is also nice to listen to the music the way the artist intended, from lip to label. Uh, there's an article on Billboard that he cites about it. And uh, thanks for taking the time to read my message. Always fucking you in the face. Scoop loops. Scoop loop. I'm actually going to take that scoop mail and put it on the vinyl. I like it. I'm going to do that. That's where it belongs. By the way, speaking of taking sides, Team Slide versus uh, Team Sling really took off on Twitter. <laughs> I, I was very surprised. It did. People were making logos. <laughs> People were taking really adamant sides about it. Well, because third party candidates popped up. Team Slide is where it's at, y'all. All I could say is Team Slide is certainly crushing if you were to, if we were to tally votes. Mm-hmm. And all I could say is you guys are all fucking lazy pigs. Fuck you, Team Slide. Don't listen to it. You are the Sliders. You have made your decision, and you should be proud. The Slingers, you are the thoughtful minority. Don't backslide just because. The Sling is trying to give you his bullshit. Slingshot, show me what you got. You Slingsh- guys are the man. Slingshot is right. You were shot before you even started. This message is approved by me. Team Slide, we were fly ride all the way down. <laughs> this is where the ground. All the way down to the playground ground. <laughs>
right. I'd like to take this opportunity to mention Team Trebuchet. That's right. Uh, Team, Te- Team Trebuchet. You'll never catch your food. <laughs> well, you'll be killed by your food. <laughs> the, the argument like, was the, the mass quantities. your last could, meal. You could compare it to the amount of food you could get from a slide. But again, the I speed, feel like velocity, and you de- you're dead. Yeah. You're dead really from your meal. It's the best of both. It's dead. Does the food have to go into your throat to count as in your mouth? Right. Can it <laughs> land in front of you and then you can go eat it? Yeah. Well, then fucking get a slide. Don't. Or a slingshot. Oh Yeah. Well, not a trebuchet. No. That's a crazy man <laughs> slingshot. Unless you just want to eat a trebuchet, in which case, that it's just chocolate trebuchet. Mm, episode title? Chocolate um, trebuchet. Chocolate mm. trebuchet. I love trebuchets. I use them all the time in... Uh, Age of Empires, that was my joint. I just yes. I get to the point where I can build trebuchets, and it's like that's it. We're taking all these fucking trebuchets every fucking place next door and fucking them up. Until I realized you were talking about a video game, I had no idea what you meant by that. Oh yeah, yeah, sure, sure, Jacob. I build trebuchets. <laughs> I R L. You said the words. <laughs> I love trebuchets. I lo- I take I them everywhere. I, I use them all the time. I use them in <laughs> Age of Empires. <laughs> The kill fools. And then you mentioned a video game. Right. Yeah. This. That's how it works. Paul, you know that we're not in a video game right now, yeah? Mm, argue that with me when we decide to find out whether or not the moon is a hollow spacecraft. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, One more scoop mail from Little Sally Sprinkles. You remember L- Little Sally Sprinkles? Uh, she wrote to us uh, about uh, improper questions that she was receiving at her workplace. Oh, yes. About uh, her pregnancy or about her, her uh, former pregnancy, which would now be called a child. Snappy answers to stupid questions. That, that'd be the one, yeah. Uh, hello, I'm writing again because just when I thought I had a handle on the dreaded where is baby number two question, one resident decided to ramp up her game. Oh, right. She works at a uh, retirement home. Right. Uh, while in one of the... I, I bet that's not a politically correct uh, way to describe that what, anymore. retirement home? Is, is that not? That's I, I say that. How about it, we call it a pensioner's chalet? I like that better. She works in a pensioner's <laughs> chalet. All right. Uh, so uh, while in one of the clubhouses distributing a notice yesterday, one particular resident came over to say hello and go through our regular routine of busting chops. Her expression then changes to one of delight. She leans in and puts a hand on my stomach and cheerfully asks, Oh, "Oh, when is baby number two due? How is that okay? It's not okay. How is that ever a good move to do? This this woman's from the Middle Ages where dragons and shit were burning her village. And it was just like, oh, that's no big deal to put on a woman's belly. What a bunch of shit. Go ahead. She says, I'm a curvy girl. I lost five pounds during my pregnancy with my son and then dropped 35 pounds shortly after he was born. Thanks to stress eating and late bowl and uh, late night bowls of ice cream with my husband, some of that weight has crept back on, but I'm still not as plump as I was before. Of course not. Of course you don't look pregnant. So, after the initial shock of, one, being touched... I don't even know what that word means. I assume it means In, stomach. but Inappropriately? But, uh, yeah, I, I think it's just a typo. So we're, we're just going to say stomach. Uh, after being touched, the stomach wore off. And two, being asked when I was due, I matched her enthusiasm, patted my belly, and declared that it was all me and me alone. Oh, good. Good one. The that's resident, excellent. Yeah, that's great. 
The resident was a little surprised, and thankfully the co-worker I was distributing papers with called me over, however oblivious to what just happened. My husband told me that I should have said, I'll let you know as soon as my husband is out of prison. <laughs> <laughs> Looking back, I wish I had yelled, The nest! I must protect the nest and run off. That's also good. That's also. Yeah, good. I, I feel like that's a. Uh, I yeah. feel like that's a great thing to do. You at can't any really. Time. You can't really go wrong by just replying "nest" to any question, right? W- repeat to me what the lady, yeah. what the old lady said. Uh, she put a hand on her stomach and said, when "Oh, is when is baby number two due?" Oh shoot! I thought she just said number two. Yeah. Oh, because okay. then you could yeah. put your. I would have held her hand oh, on my it's belly. Just a number two. Yeah, I'd be like, it's not yeah. a baby. You could it's sense a shit. You could sense what I got brewing, huh? <laughs> yeah, like I would love to do that. Right baby after another cup two. of coffee. Uh, I hope the residents don't try for a trilogy in this series of ridiculous events because I fear it may include a pelvic exam. Thanks for reading. Any additional witty quips are still appreciated. Sprinkles for everyone. That's Little Sally Scoops. Thank you, Little Sally Scoops. Oh, sorry, uh, Little Sally Sprinkles. Thank you, Little Sally Sprinkles. I'm about to cough. <coughs> All right. That's Scoop Mail. Let's go ahead and finish it out with a little Jock versus Nerd. Kaboom. In the war of jocks versus the nerds. All right, Paul. Yes, sir. San Francisco 49er Chris Borland is retiring from football after blank years because of blank. Chris Borland is retiring from football after, I'll say, eight years mm-hmm. because of concussions. Close. Close. You got the hard part right. Really close. It's because of concussions? Yes. So he's retiring after, oh gosh, I'm going to be sad if it's like four years or some shit. One. What? One year. <laughs> Fuck out. One year. What? This is crazy. But there's, but there's a great follow-up question there that, that for Paul, too. Which is how many concussions has he suffered while while in the NFL? Right, and the answer is unknown. I mean, well, but there I mean there is an answer according you, to him. If you get one, what is his I answer? know it's very easy. His to get. answer is zero. What? Right. His answer is that he had he he suffered two in his life, uh, both in high school, I believe. Right. And, and neither, and I, I don't think either was playing football. Yeah. He's making five hundred five hundred and forty grand a year. Okay. Right. And he had a really good season last year. It wasn't even like he had a bad. He, was, he had a good year, and uh, said he just talked to people over the summertime and talked to doctors and stuff. And he's just afraid that he would become. He doesn't want to turn into a mush. Yeah, basically, they couldn't guarantee his health, and so he's just walking wow. away. Wow, he is undersized for the NFL for his sure. position. Sure, sure. He's, he's, he's a little short and a little light, and typically those guys, uh, you know, uh, get banged around a bit. Yeah, and also just have to use their their head as a weapon. Kind of have to like you know get in there and just bury everything in there. There's not a lot of crazy tackle technique when you're mm. that size. You just gotta you gotta just he's run a, fast. And he's hit a hard. defensive man. Yeah, he's a linebacker, middle of the field on defense. Mm. And uh, but I think this is nuts. I think this is crazy. What's crazy is that like it's just 
it's a thought that, of course, I think many pers- uh, perspective. I don't know. Is that the word? People who might become NFL players would think. Yeah. People who are in the NFL surely think about. And almost all of them just think about the money and the and the glory. It's both. And want to take that risk. Mm-hmm. Well, that's, I mean, that's life in a lot of ways, right? Yeah. What's the balance? And I think you're really going to look back. I think his name is going to be a name for when we, if football takes that weird, weird, the weird turns it might take. Mm-hmm. I think his name's going to be brought up a lot. Yep. And I think like years from now, you look back, he's, what he did, I think is, I don't know, important. It's crazy. He's very brave. Because I, you know, I, all the people who play football, risk their head injuries and especially with the, the statistics the research that you know like two-thirds of, of uh you know access to well how to many of these guys are killing themselves because of right. you know it's not you know and i'm sure like we just hear about it through the news right i can only imagine what the anecdotal locker room chat is all about right like i mean these guys know it firsthand what's going on yeah and it's you know if you if you were to offer me five hundred grand to not be able to have memories in my sixties and seventies or something like that, you know, I like to not. Be it a looks functional... tempting at this point, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, but but that really is kind of what where where it goes, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh like you can't knock his logic either. No, I mean the money thing is amazing, but he's got a real point. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I think this is the beginning of the. the I mean, I was thinking it was going to take generations, right? I really thought it was going to become like a poor person sport. Mm, okay. You know, like boxing was a thing where like the poorest cultures all fought their way out. Like right. Back in the day, all they were all Irish champions because the Irish were right. crapped upon. It was the only way to get any kind of get out of the, get out of your knew their way around a Donny Brook. Right. And so then all of a sudden became a lot of great black champions, mm-hmm. and then now you have a lot of Hispanic champions, and it's just all about you know, these, these, um, your economic status, you're struggling economic status. And so there's a way to get out. And mm-hmm. I think football will always be that for, for people who are poor and have less outlets to make a bunch of money or get out of their towns or get out or get out and do a job. And especially if they are, they had that athletic talent. Um, and I, and I think you're going to find people who have more resources, you know, Chris Bourne might, might might think might see himself having jobs lined up where he might make you know six figures it might not be 500 grand but it might be 100 grand you know mm-hmm. or you know it might be something around there and he just might say i'd rather make that for 20 years than 500,000 for four he's One already he, in a pretty elite club yeah yeah and he's and he's only 24 years old right i mean he's got he has oh, well. his entire life ahead of him yeah. I mean, if he wants to go to college right now he can go to college right now whatever he, he wants you know, he, he, it's fine i imagine he graduated from college only because he is 24 he did one year in the nfl and he's 24 so i imagine yeah, he's i, a I don't know what his graduate. whole backstory is hmm. i guess i could probably find it on this nah thing. don't bother yeah <laughs> he's a pussy we only care about athletes <laughs> jeez where did wow. the, the pussy go to school? That's interesting. There's there's a great uh, there's a great quote though from a from a doctor that's talking about a, a, a neurosurgeon doctor neuro, neuroscience doctor that's talking about him and uh, saying that this could be a, a new norm for uh, how players that are um, or I'll just read the quote it's a new norm and how players uh, view their career goals. It can make players that are average and players who are great reconsider the importance of their brain health as they get older. Uh, and I, I think that's significant. Uh, that is uh, Dr. Julian Bayless. I mean, here's the thing, right? 
when you dream of getting fame and fortune, you'll make a bunch of little money and you, you might spend that money. If you know you're going to play NFL for one or two years, to make 500 grand is awesome. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, like, some, that's a lot. Yeah. That's so, as much as I'd... That's a lot. It's a lot. <laughs> Paul would have to work 20 years. That's what I'm saying, at least. Um, right? For, for oh, real. Oh, gosh, yeah. Oh, man. It's, it's depressing. It gets, if you, it's just depressing. It really if you really start thinking about it. Yeah. If how old we are, if you think, of, have we made a million dollars total in our lives? And the answer is like, not even close. No. Uh, it's a little tough. Yeah. Um, But that's nuts, right? It is. All right. Nerd me. All right. So, you know, EA and Madden have had lockdown on the football video game Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. There is a rumor that there will be a new 2K football title coming out soon. Really? Possibly this year. In addition to Madden or instead of Madden? I think in addition to Madden. Okay. Yeah. Uh. What famous NFL quarterback was attached to this announcement? He's um, got he's got his foot in video game history already. Okay. Michael Vick's dog football. Mm, if only it was the puppy bowl. Michael Vick's puppy bowl. No. Tim Tebow's Saints versus Demons. Saints versus Demons. <laughs> the Demon League. No. Good guess. Warren though. Moon. Sober versus drunks. <laughs> nope. Um. Joe Montana. Yep. Yes, they tweeted out an image of Joe Montana and talked about the possibility of a new 2K football game, which was... Do you want to know why I guessed Joe Montana? Because of Joe Montana Because he's the greatest of all fucking time. That's why I guessed Joe Montana. I didn't guess Tom Brady because Tom Brady's not the greatest of all fucking time. I didn't guess Peyton Manning because he's not the greatest of all fucking time. I guessed Joe fucking Montana because he's the greatest quarterback ever. That's why I guessed him. You're right. You're right. I used to love playing Joe Montana football on my computer way back in the day. We actually played, had that game on our uh, PC. Loved yeah. it. <clears throat> and uh, and no I offense had to Terry Bradshaw. was a scoop. And I had NFL 2K. Um, Love you, Terry. I had NFL 2K on my uh, three or my Dreamcast. Yeah, that was one of the launch titles. That's a, a awesome game. It still holds up today pretty well. Um, but that was a beautiful game. It was the first time when you would look at a game, you were pressed to to decide whether yeah. or not you were viewing an actual football game or a video game. Oh, that's awesome. I mean, like, we're, we're deep into that Uncanny Valley Yeah, now, absolutely. But that was some of the first tiptoe steps and, like, wow, that's... And, of course, we talked about how, like, actually video games helped the actual television game evolve. Yes. You know, inventing mm-hmm. camera angles and mm-hmm. things like that. Uh, well, it is crazy now, as time passes, it is crazy that Madden has become this name, mm-hmm. you know? It's kind and, of like well, the, it's been a monopoly. They've yeah. had they've had the literal monopoly on all of the teams and all this kind of thing. Yeah, and it's made it almost impossible for any other contenders right to come in. And that's why Madden's been slipping in the last couple of years. Yeah, many of the hardcore fans will argue it has been less than good in the last couple of years because there's no competition. Right. So they have no reason to evolve, and they've been getting away with some really slipshot business practices. Ah, uh. they've been just taking old engines and. Okay. Pasting on a few new textures like and shit. John Madden's bus engine. Yeah. And, they and take John that. Madden's bus engine and just. Because John. Oh, I'm just going to stall out right here. I can for, tell you. Because <laughs> for non jocks, John Madden didn't fly. He has to drive his bus everywhere. Right. 
Is that fly. a thing? Yeah, that's a thing. Is that since nine eleven? No, 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 no. He's always been afraid to fly. Oh, he's just afraid to fly. He just doesn't yeah. fly. He doesn't fly. And so uh, when he did Monday Night Football, they did it. You know, it's different towns every week. He he's basically spent the week just traveling on a bus between places to go do do his game, which is why he quit, even though he was still being offered like that's why he has that seventy uh, million or something. That's like why he that. has that bus figure. Yeah, that beautiful bus figure. That's why he's got. That's why he's a fucking sexy bus, that man. That old, that old sexy bus. That old sexy bus. Sexy bus. I'm all right. Talk, but uh, yeah. All right. I, I want to thank all the scopes. Yeah. I want to thank all the ice cream socialists, ice cream socialites. I want to thank the ice cream sandwich. I want to thank the creamers, and I want to thank uh, ice cream sociopaths mm-hmm. um, for carving a psychotic path for us to pursue. Um, I want to thank Tony Longworth, Nick, and Summon JJ for music. I want to thank uh, Ace Munns, uh, Michael Elsroth, and Ryer Appledorn for all of our visuals. Uh, I want to thank Jessica for running our Hey Scoops Instagram account. Check out that account. You can also check us out at Hey Scoops on Twitter. You can check out Paul at the famous Paul on Twitter. You can check out Matt at Sweet Matty D. Uh, and you can also uh, go to our Facebook page. Just search for Matt and Mattingly's Ice Cream Social on Facebook uh, to take part in all of our social media goodness. Um, I want to thank Pendulette for creating this podcast. Jacob, the audio guy. Woohoo! And, uh, and of course, uh, thank you, Paul. Thank you, Matt. All right. Thanks for listening, Scoops. We'll see you soon. <laughs>